0: I'm feeling good to be here. I'm excited to be here. I'm always excited to be up here. It's a privilege and honor to be able to share the word with you. Before I start, last night when I was praying for today, um, God laid something on my heart. And he says there's some people here today um, and they feel that their life at the moment, they're like in a whirlwind. And that everything around them is going so crazy, they don't know what to do with themselves. And that it is a very difficult time for them. And he says, can I pray for those people this morning? Where are those people? Could you just raise your hand if it's you? If you feel like everything outside, everything is just gone to the world crazy. Those people with their hands up, those around them, could you just put your hands near them, just stretch your hands near them? How will God pinpoint you this morning? Father, you said you've come to set them free. I saw how the whirlwind stopped and that all those things came into place because you said... Peace, be still. I saw you gazing into their eyes and you're just saying, concentrate on him and everything else around them started to be still. Father, in all the things they're going through right now, I pray you make a way through that from today, things change. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys. One of those people, um, or maybe more than one, uh, don't know the Lord, that's what I, I felt last night as well, um, and that it may be your first time coming here or first couple times coming here, if that is you, would you come and see me after I've finished speaking? Is that all right? All right, let's get into Stand with me. Come on, like to start like this. Stand with me. We'll do a good faith confession. Hold, you get your Bibles out. You should have your Bibles. If you haven't got your Bibles, hold your heart because the word should be hidden in your heart by now. And repeat after me, this is my Bible, and I believe it. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I have the desire, determination, and discipline to be all God has called me to be. If you believe it, high five your neighbor and have a seat. I like you. Someone just slapped someone's face over there or something. I don't know. High five your neighbor. Come on. <laughs> Guys, hey. Two weeks ago, Jamie kicked off the uh, summer talk series uh, with the, the talk called The Spacious Life. he explained how God wants us to live the abundant life, that those in Christ have been pulled into the kingdom of God, which has many benefits. In that God wants us to live a life that represents the fullness of him and his kingdom. A life of faith, purpose, destiny, a spacious life. It's a good word. If you haven't heard it, go on the podcast and have a listen. Last week, Wendy spoke about hope. Now, I'm a wordsmith. I love words. One of my favorite words is the word candor. The state or quality of being frank, open, sincere in speech or expression. It's, It's being honest, if you wish. And her talk was very honest. She was very open about her past and the things that she had been through. And you're always gonna have a great talk when the individual is open to show their scars. Why is that? Because it gives hope to those who have open wounds that their scars will one day heal. She'd done a very good job at expressing what she had been through. But she said her hope in Christ was the one that brought her through. For me, I took away from that talk not to focus on what you have lost, but what you have left. This week, my focus, and I'm I'm hoping I can try and get it out, is that if God has called us into a spacious place, and that amongst all the pain and the hurt that we must have hope in Him alone, my ambition is that I generate a response to that very call He's calling us into. That response, I believe, is a mindset change a state of mind knowing that God is on our side and that we should choose to run to win in the race of life. Amen. Father God, I just want to thank you for today. Thank you that you're here amongst us and that you are blessing us. Father, I ask that you would infill me with everything good to speak to our people. Father, would you just be here, speak through me, change lives today. Let it be pinnacle moments for us all with this season, as Chris says, we're moving into. In Jesus' name. In a race, when the gun goes off, do you know that you've just got to start running? You know that? In a race, when it goes off, you just got to start running. In year seven, uh, uh, when I was starting secondary school, uh, I was kind of a bit rounder uh, than I am now, and I, I, I was encouraged to do some kind of sport, so I said I'd do athletics. 100 meters, it's the shortest distance, right? So I thought that would be good. It's the hardest one. I didn't want to come last, and I'm lined up against all these big guys, some of these guys had hair on their armpits, I had nothing like that. They had look like girlfriends cheering them on the side, I had my mum, nothing, it's all the same still. Um, and, and I didn't want to lose, so I ran in such a way not to come last. I, was, I, didn't, I knew I couldn't win, but I didn't want to come last. So the guy next to me, the other short one, I'm beating you, right? I'm doing all I can to beat him. In year eight, things began to change. Puberty must have kicked in, right? I trained a lot more, and as as my mentality started to change, it wasn't about running not to lose. It was about running to win. Oh, something was changing in me. I was beginning to uh, win a little bit more. I was getting over the guy next to me and, and, and a bit more, There's another guy in front of him. And I got past him and I was getting faster and faster and my mentality changed. I wanted to run to win, not run not to lose. And this is the mentality that Paul spoke about in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 9 and 24. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize. Run then in such a way to get the prize. I'll read it again. Do you not know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. In any type of race, when the gun goes off, you got to start running. But do you run to win, or do you run not to lose? That's the question. Run to win, do you put all you have into the race, like your life depended on it? Having that whatever the cost mentality, I'll do it, I'll push through this, I'll keep going, I'm gonna put all my efforts and all my energies into succeeding. Run not to lose, do you just work at a rate that will get you through in life? I'm just ticking on. Hey, I'm just reaching retirement, I'm gonna slow right down now. Hey, you've done a great job, but while you're still breathing, you have much more to do. At a surface level, let's do a surface level test. Dentist, I don't like going to the dentist. But do you go on regular checkups to the dentist every six months to get them cleaned and sorted out? Or do you, like me, you go when you're in pain? (laughs) Running to win would be to go regularly, right? You wouldn't get to a point where your teeth were dropping out of your mouth. (laughs) Sorry. But if you only go when it begins to hurt, that's running not to lose. You know yourself that you don't want to get to the excruciating pain at night time, so you only go and tap on his door and say, it's beginning to hurt, could you, could you deal with this? But if you was running to win, hey, surely you would, he would avoid all of that. That's on the surface level. But on a great picture, we have this race that we call life. And it's to one day be with the Lord, when we wanna cross that finish line and say, I'm with him, I've ran this life well, and I've gone through the line, and I've done all that I can to be with him. I wanna cross that line, I don't know about you, but I wanna cross that line knowing that I lived in that spacious life Jamie spoke of. That I poured out all of my potential, all my energy, and all my focus was on completing his will. That I ran to win. I didn't run aimlessly. I ran to rim with purpose, and everything was given to me. I ran my best race possible. Whatever I faced in life, i done the best I could do. Hey, compared to my neighbor, it may not have been excellent, but it was the best I could do. In my race, i done the best I could do. I want to cross that line that day, and I hope you do too, knowing that you poured out everything that was given to you to the king. That's running to win, pouring out all the potential, all the energy, all your focus on completing his will. Some of you, are like Louis, I understand that you say it's like a race running, but my life right now feels like it's a boxing match. It feels like I'm in a fight. Well, in that same scripture, Paul starts saying something as well. He says, Hold on, I don't, we're well, from boxing, I don't box to hit the air. I'm not hitting to the left or to the right of the guy, I'm going to hit straight on. I'm going to make contact with that person. So if boxing is your game, he's saying the same thing as well. In life, you need to make contact. And that for you, just going off track a little bit, is that when you're facing with an issue, do you back away from it or do you deal with it head on? Or are we just putting your head in the sand and saying, you know, I'll deal with that later. But actually, people who run to win, people who box really well, will make contact and deal with the issues directly in front of them at that time. We want to run to win. At a deeper level test, forget the dentist for a second, are you running with the first and greatest commandment in mind? Scripture says this in Matthew 22 and 37. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your mind. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all of your mind. That, my friends, is a tall order for me, but one that the Holy Spirit empowers you to do. That, my friends, is the test. Show me a man or a woman who exercises this command... And I will show you a man or woman who runs to win. It is the first command because everything else pins on that very one. Love the Lord God with everything that you are. And when you communicate and you commune with him, everything changes in you. There's no way you can look God face to face and nothing in you changes. The things that are wrong in you die when he looks at you. He comes in, and He is the lover of our lives. Life will not make sense, and does not make sense without Him. But the very thing what we have is this free will. And even as Christians, we can actually forget that we have free will. He is too much of a gentleman to push himself into our life. That actually, He gives us the opportunity to say, I choose to be with you, Lord. I choose to give my heart to you, Lord. I choose to give my mind, my ambitions to you, Lord. What will you do with it? This season, God is saying, I want to partner with you. I want to show you and blow your dreams apart. You say impossible. He says, I'm possible. He wants to show you that it is beyond understanding. There's some things in your life that you know you can't get through where with him, all things are possible. All things are possible. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Or do we run not to lose just doing the standard, having a form of godliness but denying the power that will not be in this church? Some of us are like that, though, unfortunately. We turn up at church, we have lots of programs, but we don't engage with God. Rabbi Zachariah said this, many Christians have so busied themselves with programs and activities that they no longer know how to be silent and meditate on God's word or recognize the mysteries that are in the person of Christ. It is great doing good works, but are your good works God works? We can get very busy doing everything and we need all hands on deck. It's really important. I'm not belittling that but your focus will always be to engage with God. It is worthless if you do not love God. He needs you in a place where he can commune with you and he can push everything he wants from heaven to earth through you. But you need to be in communion with him. We need to be able to be silent and meditate again on him. Be still and know that I am God. That to recognize the mysteries that are in the person of Jesus Christ that he is beyond everything and that he is in control of all things and that he is a wonder to us. Have we lost our awe and wonder about Jesus? He is beautiful and he is the answer to all things. But do you spend the time to commune with him? Hmm. Hmm. Those who run not to to lose, sometimes they know the, the importance of spending time with their family and especially their kids. So they put some quality time in, but is it enough? Hey, they want to run not to lose, so they know they've got to spend some time with their children. But I'm saying, is it enough time? Is a priority as a a man or a woman in the head of the household to be with your children, to uplift them? I know you've got to work and there's much things you've got to do, but actually spending time with them and empowering them, affirming them, time with them should be a priority some often say that it's your first ministry is your family hmm. people who choose not to or run not to lose they know the grace forgives the hidden sins in their life but they make no disciplined effort to overcome them hmm. Ooh. they settle for mediocrity they avoid faith-challenging moments. They understand the importance of prayer. Again, they don't want to lose, so they know they, they've got to pray something. But it's only occasionally. But if they put prayer at the pinpoint of who they are, and that it is the, it is the connection to heaven, things begin to change. That is someone who runs not to lose. But I think, church... God wants us to be winners and to show the rest of the world how to run the race well. I think He wants us, wherever position we're at now, is to start to begin to change, to say, actually, I'm gonna run well. I'm gonna run this race better. He doesn't want us to finish over the line, finish the line, and we could have done even better than we did. Who you don't want to get to heaven, be in a position where he's giving you these great crowns of because you made it through, and, then he, and you look back and he says, Look what you could have achieved. Look what you could have done. You you don't want to be in that position. For a lot of us, it's like, am I even getting to heaven? Hey, try and deal with that. God's got you. Holy Spirit's deposited in you. You're going to get there. I I, I believe that. Keep working forward with God. Keep connecting with Him. You'll get there. But don't be in a position when you get there and you look back and say, look what you could have done. We're going to get given these crowns. You know what it says in Revelation? We're going to take the crowns off. We're going to cast them at Jesus' feet. Well, I want a whole load of crowns to throw at His feet. To say, thank you, look what you got me through. I'm telling you, church, I'm here today because of him. I no way knew that I would get to, I was failing at school. I could just about get words out and pronunciate words. I would never thought I would be standing in front of you, preaching the gospel to you. Never. It's his grace that gets us through life. And how much more if we dwell with him now, just because we're over the line with being a Christian, how much more, what much more can he do with us if you just say yes and have an available heart? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good this is blowing up next door. It's going to be huge. It's great. We're already moving forward. What about you? Have you changed? Can God knock on a, a wall through your heart to get in there a bit more? Yeah, that's good. That's good. It, the, the, the space is big, but the, the people is The church. Oh getting excited, neither they come. <laughs> he wants us to run like our coach taught us. Who's our coach, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit teaches us to run, uh, run a life of hope, a life of patience, of discipline, of self-denial, of prayer, of fasting, of worship, of giving, to be spirit-led in all things, a life of faith. <laughs> you know what, in this race, you know people are watching us. You know that? And there are two types of people who are watching us. People who have quit their race and have given up. You know what on our journey we've got to do is encourage them. Keep running. You can keep doing it. I know it got hard, but get up again. Come on. The other type of people who are watching us are those people who have already finished their faith race. And they wait patiently for us to finish ours. In in Hebrews uh, 11... The writer opens up this amazing passage. It's known as the uh, faith passage, if you wish. The Hall of Faith. And he lists heroic men and women of the faith gone past. People like Abel, the first martyr. Enoch, the man who walked with God. Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Jacob, Joseph, Moses; Rahab, a spy. Gideon, the reluctant warrior. The list goes on. And you could even add to those lists great nanny Edna, you could add mum into that, who's, who's gone on, but who was the faith person in your house. All these people who've lived their life of faith, and those people right there, let me tell you that, those people weren't perfect people at all. And yet they got entered into this life of faith, this hall of faith. These people had doubts. These people mucked up. These people committed adultery, murder. These people, the list goes on, was a prostitute. There's loads in here. And yet you were good enough to get into this list, into the tick box to say, these guys had faith. All those people around you in your life who you've looked up to and have gone on, they wait for you to finish that race too. Scripture, uh, let's go to Hebrews 12 and 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great, a huge crowd of witnesses to the faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has for us. Tell your neighbor, they are watching us. The huge crowd of witnesses, those people who are just being listed, and those people who have gone on in your family and friends and all that you know, are there now cheering us on saying, keep going, strip off every burden. Those things like unforgiveness, the lukewarm life, strip off all the weights. get rid of it. You've got to stop eating junk. If you're an athlete, you need to strip off the weight so you can run as quickly as possible. All the things that are on your shoulders, the stresses, the things that you're not dealing with, need to come off. Unforgiveness has got to come off. Strip off every weight. It says, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. Hmm, what's that? could I propose it's that sin that has been there from the beginning and is continually to be there and you repeatedly do the same thing? That habit? That same one? That pride? That addiction? That lust? That self, no self-control? The pornography? The apathy? That same thing? Maybe it's time we get real with the situations we are facing and not hide away but know that we are all able to sin. But if we confess our sins to one another, and if we get into connect groups, and if we take advantage of of programs which help us heal, if we just go the extra mile and say, "I, I have an issue, brother. I have an issue, my sister. Help me through this. If we become real like that, God begins to heal so life can be spoken over you and change can begin to happen. And the sin that so easily hinders you can be broken because then you can run free and not keep tripping up over the same thing. Hmm. Back to school with my athletics. I was getting faster and I was invited to, uh, into the relay team. Why don't you come along? And I was like, oh, well, I'll right, have a go. Apparently, in the relay team, you put the fastest man last. It's called the anchor leg. I was like, "Oh, I'll have a go. I'll have a go. I'll do it. I'll run as quick as I can. I enjoyed it. But it was funny because you see your guys all starting. The first guy starts, then he goes to the second, then the third, and it comes to me. And each time the baton is being passed over to the next generation, it gets passed over. Those people from the past who started this faith journey have the baton and they pass it to the next generation. Then they pass it again to another generation and they continued to the run and the church began to change even more. And another generation it passed to and the church began to change even more and more of the kingdom of heaven came to earth. But yet it comes to us now. This is me and the relay team like this getting excited. Come on, bring me the baton, bring the baton. Bring, and you run slowly. And you run slowly as, it becomes, as the baton gets to you. And it's passed to you and you begin to run like crazy. Can I propose this? <clears throat> that the generation that we are here is the fastest generation yet. The baton has been passed to the generation with the most faith, the most knowledge, the most wisdom being dispensed. We have no excuse because we can look past, look at the back of us and see what has gone on already. And remember, these people who have already gone on, like my teammates, could not get the prize until we crossed the line. They're shouting, it's your time! It's your time! The battle has been passed to us. Keep running forward. Keep moving forward. Don't stop running. Come on, strip off every way. You can do it. You can keep running forward. You can't stay where you are. We've done our work now. And listen, the time is ending, time is beginning to change, but you keep running forward. Don't give up. Let your amazing out, it's okay. We don't need to be reserved, we can keep running forward. You can get anxious with things, but don't stop running forward. Hey, I've mucked up a couple of times, i slipped over, but don't stop running forward, get up again. That's what he needs. They're shouting, it's your time, we've done it, do your part, do your part. Hmm. And for those who are on the sidelines watching, those people I spoke about before, who have given up in the race, I want to encourage you. Sometimes, we don't want to try anymore because we failed so many times, and we believe that we can't get back up again. I want to tell you that his grace is sufficient. Jesus makes a way. If you're willing, he will help you run your race. You are not a piggy, you're a sheepie. I mean, what are you chatting about? Both of them fall in the mud at times. One, the piggy, likes to stay in the mud. But the sheepy kicks out. I don't, belong, I don't belong here. Hey, I fell in here, but I don't belong here. He's the sheepy. We're the sheepy. We're the sheep of his pasture. We want to kick out of the mess that we fell into. These things happen. It's called life. Even great men fall, I'm telling you. Man, if I'm open with you, there's some things in my life I have to deal with daily. I'm not perfect, and I'm dealing with them. And I've got accountability around me, to be very real with it. It's hard being open with your past, but it is essential to you moving forward. There is no shame, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hmm. You know what the biggest problem is? I believe this. The biggest enemy at times is you. You have to learn to forgive yourself. If there is no enemy inside, the enemy outside can do you no harm. You cause the issues at times because you failed you won't allow yourself to get up again you won't forgive yourself because you said I should have known better God is saying I'm stepping right into this and you can get back up again my grace is sufficient if there's no enemy inside the enemy outside can't get into your head can't get into your heart only when you allow him to we're running out of time I want to show you something. It's a video. Um, I'm going to narrate through the video, and I hope you get something from this. Can I play the video, please? Derek Regman was a British athlete, 400-meter runner, in the Barcelona 1992 Olympic Games. He was fast, well-trained, focused, and prepared. During his race, his hamstring tore, Caused him to stop the race Uh, The medal was no more in sight And I think at times we can relate to Derek We started well and somehow life happened You got sick, you faltered, the relationship broke down, you got hurt It felt like everyone around you was going past you And there was you hobbling along in life But Derek got up, and although injured, he could still obtain his gold. Scripture says, a man may fall seven times, but a righteous man gets up again. While he was hobbling, pushing through the crowd, his father came down to help him finish the race. And that's just like our daddy. He pushes past all the obstacles to get to us. There were even people telling him, you gotta stop the race, you gotta stop, get off the track. But daddy just says, don't mind them, focus on me. We will finish this together. Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, I will help you. And for those who feel like that today, I believe God is saying, I am right by your side. I am right by your side. We're going to get through this line together. We're gonna keep moving forward. I am right by your side. The spacious life is for you. I am right by your side. Nothing is impossible with God. With all things, he can make it through Christ who strengthens me. No matter what position you are, He is making you stronger. If you would just connect with him, would you just have hope and believe that you can get past it? Hey, you may not be the fastest person, but you're gonna be the fastest person in your race. He is right by your side. I finished with this scripture, the same one I started with. Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Martin Luther King says, if if you can't fly, you better run. If you can't run, my friends, you better walk. If you can't walk, you better crawl. But whatever you do, do not stop moving forward. Bless you, God. We'll stand please